Welcome to the Bubba Lounge. I'm Sean Jackson. And I'm Chris Bubba Rig. We have taken over, and we're going to take about all things Bubba in the bubble. <laughs> we're going to talk about hunting. But I had to park my lawnmower up the valet, and they oh, kind of looked I at hate me that. weird. Man. I know, I know. We're going to talk about beer. I love talking about beer. Uh, beer, tailgating, fried chicken, Oh, barbecue. yeah, Bubba's. Yeah, that's why we call it the Bubba Lounge, after all. Hey, 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 guys, what are you doing in the Bubba Lounge? Bubba's Lounge. No, 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 no. It's the Bubble Lounge. What are you doing here? Would you get off our mics, please? Hello? Step aside. Step like, aside. Like, do we come to your place of employment and invade? <laughs> Seriously. We're going to do that. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. <laughs> and today, it's our Valentine's special. And we have our husbands here, so why don't we just use them? Right, Martha? Absolutely. You know, Sean's been trying to get back on the show ever since we fired him from doing the intro. Welcome <laughs> to the Bubble Lounge. So I guess he picked up Chris on the way here, and here we are. No, and Chris has been fighting to get on the show. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but, you know, let's try it out, right? Let's do it. Got to make the most of it. And today we have a sponsor, don't we? We sure do. We have Scout and Cellar, who is... A clean crafted wine company, and they have created this wine. They've gone to vineyards all over the world, and they have come up with wines that don't have any pesticides or any extra additives in them, and you wake up the next morning with no headache. Oh, that's important. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's have a toast, guys, to having our men on the show. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> this Cheers. is good time. And the Scout and Cellar. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back after this break. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. So, Nellie, since we have our husbands here, we might as well just make use of this time. How did you guys meet? Okay, we have a great story of how we met. So, I was dating every actor you can imagine. In the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. Some famous, some not. And literally, all my friends setting me up with all these guys. And I went out with my facialist one night. She gave me a facial. And I was like, oh, I can't go out. She's like, it's a holiday weekend. Let's go out. And we go to Nick's Martini Lounge in Beverly Hills. And I said to her, I love my job, but I want what you have. She was married and had a kid. And I said, I want what you have. Like, that's what I want. And we were talking about it. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And all of a sudden, I go, see those two guys walking in the door? <laughs> that's the kind of guy I want. And I don't do that. Like, I'm not a girl who points that guy. I do not do that. I was like, he you looks like a us? normal guy. <laughs> this is he, pretender, right? This is said, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> and all those apps. All the apps. And I said, he looks like the kind of guy. He looks like a normal guy. And she goes, let me turn around and look. So she turns around like really subtly and looks and she goes, oh, I know him. <laughs> he was walking in with his roommate who was her best friend's boyfriend and Chris. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a great story. It is. And Chris, tell your perspective. 
So my roommate and I were like, oh, let's go, let's get, we were in Venice Beach. So we're like, let's get out of here and get into Beverly Hills. Let's go somewhere new. I heard about this new martini lounge. So we walk in the door. I'm like, hey, that's Brandy over there, his, a friend of ours, his. And I'm like, who's that little biscuit sitting next to her? <laughs> that little, little biscuit? In that black, black miniskirt. Uh, totally so, not from L.A. Yeah, so let's mosey over there and find out. And the rest is history. Little biscuit. I, clo- I closed for the digits that night. We went on a date the no, next. The worst was that I had to use the restroom. And I said to Brandy, I'm going to use the restroom. Don't you dare tell him what I said about him. And I came back out of the restroom, and he was, like, beaming at me. And I was like, oh, gosh, you told him exactly what he said. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that story. How about you guys? How'd you meet? Well, I would love to tell the story, but Sean tells it so much better, so I want him to tell it because I love hearing the extra details he adds that didn't actually happen. Okay. <laughs> so... You guys remember when 1-900 numbers were in vogue? Nice. <laughs> no, yeah. This is not a good story. <laughs> Where you could chat online with okay. other singles. Martha was a 1-900 girl. <laughs> I was really good at it. I made more money back then, too. <laughs> no, we actually met at a place called Lone Star Oyster Bar on Greenville Avenue. It was after work. I had taken some of my uh, coworkers to the bar because, you know, it was $1.25 schooner night, and so I was a big spender. <laughs> I had to Bugs with me. <laughs> and so I sat there and we were all together and I see these two girls sitting at a table by themselves. And again, it's dollar twenty-five schooner night. So I'm like, I'm gonna buy them some drinks over there, of course, because you know that's how I roll. And then it comes up and they decide to come over. Well, one of my employees at the time had this really long hair, played in a heavy metal band, really, you know, just a rocker looking kind of guy. So Martha's like that guy bought us drinks? I am so over that. <laughs> so she heads over, and she's sitting right next to this guy. This guy's like, uh, hello? Uh, what, what do you want? And I'm like, no, I'm the one who got you the drinks. And she's like, oh. oh. <laughs> okay, for those who don't know, Martha's like a big rocker. She like goes around the country yeah, exactly. to see hair bands. We call it rocker okay? stalking. No, it's you true. Know, rocker she literally stalker. goes to Coachella. Like, that's her thing. <laughs> yes, uh, I love it. <laughs> so the only reason we got together is because her roommate at the time, Pam, was really good about getting singles together. And so she would always follow up and she'd always throw parties and they would be like, hey, come over. I'm just going to get all single people together. So Pam really was the one who kind of just kept the story going, if you will. And then finally, you know, at some point, Martha realized that we had birthdays right around the same time and she called me up to wish me a happy birthday which in single guy speak means she must dig me so <laughs> that's how the story kept going so. and it's so funny because this is both your birthdays yes next is. week yeah yes. no, so well, perfect timing yeah so february is kind of chaotic in our house because of valentine's day and birthdays are you guys the seventh seventh and the ninth right third and the seventh okay third and, and the seventh who's the ninth oh that's just your party yeah the, away. the daughter the daughter okay, okay right. that's right okay. and then you get to spend more money on the fourth too, yep. so. Three, seven, nine. so that's a question then being that close to Valentine's Day do you just lump it into one or do you still have to I get wish. a present for Are each, you kidding each me? date <laughs> hey, you know after being married for 7,418 days wow. because I, I actually did the math is that in dog years? No, dog days? <laughs> regular years after being married that long I actually could give a flip about Valentine's Day so I have told him before he's always been really good about about sending flowers. I've said, let's not do that anymore. You don't have to. It's just give me big jewels. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Sponsored by Bachendorf. I want a giant diamond. <laughs> so what 
initially attracted you to Chris? Because I got to tell you, because of the past episodes, you've referred to him as Putin several times, and that's all I can see. (laughs) So what attracted you to Chris? You know what? It's really hard to say. (laughs) Because, like, I'm a Park Avenue girl, and Chris is from the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma, and I kind of think that's what attracted me to him. Because I remember thinking, well, it's true, though. I looked at him, and I was like, he's a man. Like, I had dated every girly guy in Los Angeles. (laughs) I really had. They didn't have long hair, maybe, but they were literally like actors who were like, they looked in the mirror, they were like, oh my God, I look so good tonight. And I was like, oh, I can't take it anymore. Like, I don't need somebody who's more girly than I am. Uh-huh. Takes and then longer to get ready. Chris walked in right, and I was like, right. that looks like a dude. I want a dude in my life. <laughs> Putin dude. A Putin dude. <laughs> I did not have long hair and look like a rocker, though. No, that's no. okay. That's my thing. That's not her thing. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about Valentine's Day because, you know what, so many people peg their hopes on Valentine's Day and what are you doing for it? What reservation did you book and what am I getting? Mm -hmm. And I have to say you really know that your man has forgotten Valentine's Day (laughs) when you have dinner at 4pm or (laughs) 11pm. Okay? (laughs) Right, Chris? How many times does that happen? Maybe six. (laughs) Not four, but... So tell about our favorite place and where we used to go in LA. There's a restaurant called Capo in Santa Monica and we had a couple special moments there. There's another story. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I can tell that story. Jerry Leonard was in there the last time sitting next to us. So oh, it's wow. like a low-key celebrity mm-hmm. you know, place, but very small, very intimate place. And, um, yeah, it was, I got 5.30 or 11 p.m. Because well, it has 12 <laughs> tables. Yeah. Like, you, you got a book yet, right? But tell them our story about there. Like, we were just okay, say, so yeah. this had to do when we were getting serious. We met that night that we talked about. We went out, like, the next night and dated for a year and then got engaged and got married a year later. So as we were, you know, getting serious, she said she... After we broke up and got back together. Yeah, she said she needed to talk to me. And I'm like, oh, God, she's dumping me. <laughs> and she goes, let's, let's meet at Capo. We so need it's to like, talk. It's our favorite restaurant. I'm like, God, she's going to dump me at our favorite restaurant. This is horrible. <laughs> so we're sitting at the bar, and she goes, there's three things that have an issue. If we're going... First off, I get there, and he's like three drinks in. Okay? And I arrive, he's at the bar, he's like... <sighs> because he thought he, you were going to break yeah. up with okay. him. And yeah, then I said, I have it's so me. I'm so organized. So she goes, there's three things. If we're going to move forward with the relationship, then there's three things that have to make a I'm about to sound like a jerk. Number one. <laughs> number one. I'm actually this older than what good. I told you. <laughs> By how much? I didn't have to say, know. but okay. you know, enough. You know, Hollywood and things like that. You don't want to, you know. No, I did tell him. I told him I was three years older than I told him because I was sick of dating guys who dumped me because I was too old. Oh, I was like wow. 30. And I was like, oh my God, you're too old. And I was so sick of it that I actually told him and I thought he was going to dump me <laughs> because I lied to him about my age. Yeah. And he was care. like, oh. Oh my God, thank God. I thought you were going to say you're like breaking up with me or like yeah. you have a disease or something really serious. <laughs> and it was just that like I'm three years older than I said I was. He was like, oh, thank God. I'll have another cocktail. Okay, <laughs> Didn't right? care at all. Number, number two. two. Yeah, number two was, you know, acting's up and down. I'm going to have to rely on you as a breadwinner. I'm like, okay, no problem. Now, what's number three? What's number three? She goes, if we have children, we have to have a nanny. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want some lady in the house and I want to sit on my couch in the underwear and you know, watch, watch TV. You know, She's like, no, that's the way I grew up. And they're nanny. They're out of the way. And we, we need one. I'm like, whatever. Okay, we're good. We're good. Come in. <laughs> oh, wow. no, he says that, but it became a big contentious issue for years where he was like, you would just rather have a concierge at the front door checking everybody <laughs> in. And I'm like, I did not say that. I just said we both work and we needed nanny. It's okay. Yeah. That's funny. Sean, so how did you go about proposing to Martha? So funny enough, we actually have an L.A. 
connection as well because Martha was an event planner when we were dating. And we dated for five years, by the way. And the reason for five years, because the first time I asked her to marry me, she said no. So that was fun. Did wow. you say you um, nanny? Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't cave in on the nanny part, okay? I did not cave in on the nanny part. So then we were there, and it was our anniversary when we first met, and that was great. So I go, and I'm thinking, where is a special spot for me to ask her to marry me? So I'm thinking Malibu, right? And I asked my L.A. friends, I'm like, go to Joffrey's in Malibu. And Joffrey's, by the way. Gorgeous place. Gorgeous place, right on the water. It's actually where Mel Gibson got apparently drunk and yelled at a cop afterwards. So and it's, also where many happy occasions happen. And happy occasions, too. But this That's is before not very that. romantic. So the day of, I go down to Rodeo Drive, and I have this ring, and I'm thinking, I know she's expecting us to celebrate our anniversary of when we met, and she loved Limoges boxes at the time. Mm-hmm. So I got this little princess carriage actually Cinderella carriage and that I had them put adorable. the Aww. ring in the Limoges carriage and then they box the whole thing up. We go to Joffrey's in Malibu. We sit there and we're having dinner, etc. And I'm like, you know, happy anniversary of when we first met. She opens up and it's a Limoges carriage and she's like, oh, I love these. Thank you so much. And then she opens up the carriage because it opens up and there's a ring and I get down on one knee and of course say, will you marry me? And she's like, of course. So I go to reach and hug her. Well, this is a carriage with wheels that work. So the ring and the carriage, (laughs) I hit porcelain. porcelain, I hit with my elbow. And as I go to reach and hug her, my elbow hits the carriage and it starts rolling off the table. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Into the ocean? No, we caught it before it went off into the ocean. But we're sitting there literally lunging for the carriage. And I think it's a metaphor for marriage because it may be a little chipped, but it's still intact. Uh, mm -hmm. And you never know where it's going to roll. That's right. That is marriage. Souls are definitely bent. I think it's, I think it's very symbolic. <laughs> But that was our engagement story. Yeah. So, so Chris, what about you guys? What was your engagement like? So, similar story about getting a ring. We had a trip planned for going to France, and I thought, oh, you know, romantic city, I'll do it there. And I think she kind of was expecting that maybe as right. well. And I had a ring made, and I picked it up, and it was with a good friend of mine, and I'm like, he looked at me and I was looking at the ring. He goes, "What?" I'm like, "I don't know if I can wait for another, you know, month to go to Paris." He's like, "Oh my gosh!" So I'm going to do it right now. So we had uh, planned a party that weekend. Had all of her friends there. Had our, my friend, my close friend. He came in from out of town. And in the middle of the party, I turned down the radio. And you know how lucky I was to have this many people in my life and friends, and to see if Nellie would become my wife and marry. So I'm down on my knee in front of everybody, and they're like, "Oh, you know," and she's like shocked and didn't know what to say. And then after like a few minutes, someone said, "Well, what's the answer?" And she's like, "No, of course, yes, yes, yes." So that was well, our but there are two things to that. He invited all of our friends there, my friends and his friends, to his condo in Venice Beach, which was so thoughtful. And literally, everybody was gathered there. And one of my friends was like, I think he's going to propose to you tonight. And I was like, no, he's not. No, he's not. And he was like, no, I really think so. And I thought that was really a romantic thing to do. Oh, yeah. To invite all of our friends. All my closest friends were there to witness it. Definitely. As were his. And I thought that was really special. And I did hesitate. I literally looked at him because I was in such you shock. Were shocked, yeah. I was so shocked. And then when they said, say something, say something, I was like, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> but the funny part is what happened when everybody left. Chris, tell them what happened when everybody left. 
Are you really? Before that, we don't okay. need to know that. All right, part. two things. Uh, yeah, this didn't happen that night, but two things. She still got the trip to Paris out of it. But she's like, this was a ring that she sketched out and I had custom made and designed and everything. And she put it on her hand. She's like, oh my God, that's way too big. Not the rock necessarily, but the mount. It I was, couldn't close my fingers. It was a huge a titanium, platinum, like <laughs> big modern looking mount. And she actually had to redesign the whole ring. Okay. That happened to us too. Because Did it really? she's Yeah. So we're sitting in a suite over in City Plaza. What was it? Uh, anyway, it's a big hotel because, again, she was an event planner. She had rented the executive suite out for all the executives. They left town. And after we got engaged, we drove back to the suite at this hotel. So it was, you know, perfect. And she's sitting there the whole night going, I don't like the mounting on this. I was, like, I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? Are you, really? Like the yeah. high maintenance portion of the, the arrangement starts now? Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that part didn't happen. Oh, it did. Oh, I remember. I'm pretty sure mine did happen, and I'm being honest, because I couldn't close my fingers. Like, I literally was like, okay, I was like a boxing. I was like, I can't wait. Was, everybody left. She's like, do you love it? I was like, I love it. I love it. Everybody left. I was like, do you want me to be honest? <laughs> She's like, it. yeah. I was like, I can't close my fingers. Like, it has to be. I thought I wanted a big chunk. I can't close my fingers. I need something <laughs> a little more traditional. And he was so gracious about it. But it was sort of funny, because he asked me a million times. So, Anyway, what I can say is it was as close to perfect as it could be, and that's saying a lot. So after the short break, we'll be right back. I'm Nellie Shudo and Martha Jackson. We'll be right back after the short break. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. Welcome back from the break. So guys, where would you guys take your special someone for a really nice Valentine's dinner? Uh, well, there's a few uh, choices that I would have. And I'm lucky enough with my wife that she's flexible sometimes, like, you know, on the actual day. Like if we there's can a celebrate, nanny. Yeah, we if can celebrate this weekend or something. But <laughs> like she said earlier, my first advice to everyone is don't wait till the last minute because you're not going to get a reservation <laughs> yeah. or it's going to be at 5 p.m. or 11. 11 and she yeah. knows that you waited till the last minute. So there's places that are way booked in advance. A great one is 560, which is at the top of the Reunion Tower. Oh, Wolfgang, yeah. Wolfgang, Wolfgang, Wolfgang Buck Wolfgang restaurant. Buck, right? yeah, yeah. And, of course, it, re- it takes an hour to go around, but mm-hmm. 560 is for the height, not anything else. That's how, how many feet up it is. Ah. But great food, great place. I like little small, quaint places, too. Parisi is a place oh, that yeah. we've yeah. been to a lot. Very small, nice. great. Always, It's been around for a while, but always a great meal and a great menu. And then, you know, you always think of fancy places, you get business dinners and things. You go to big steakhouses. But Town Hearth is my favorite Where's place. That? It's down in the design district. Uh-huh. Yeah. And from the outside, it looks like a converted strip mall. Inside, there's actually like a submarine in an aquarium. Oh, there's wow. Ducati motorcycles cool. hanging oh, on the wall. Wow. And it's all like black and white, 50s, Italy kind of, you know, funky 
funky looking. Um, very lively, very crowded in a good way. In a good way. Like yeah. you really feel like you're part of something in your downtown, right? Yeah, it's just not your typical steakhouse where it's the same chain place. So, so those would be a few of mine. How about you, Sean? I'd probably take my wife to the kitchen. She doesn't go there a lot, and so I'd probably show her where the kitchen is. You, you know, your house? They, yeah, the house, you know, where there's pots and pans, you know, et cetera. Nice. Just not so, yes. That would probably be the first stop on our tour. But uh, no, we always do uh, Valentine's Day at home. Right, because okay. okay. and I love to cook, and oh. I think I think that is the one thing that a guy can really do, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you don't do it all the time, mm-hmm. is to go and find a recipe. Because gosh knows, there's ten thousand sites out there that'll give you one. Just make a special dinner, mm-hmm. right? Because it doesn't matter how bad it is. I mean, you can always get you know Uber Eats to come and yeah, rescue you. But I mean, it's just that I the act of doing it. So for us, I always make us lobster dinner. We did it when we were dating, etc. Wow. So because every time we would go out for Valentine's Day, I didn't want to pay one hundred and fifty dollars per person to go yes. and sit there right. in a ball that spun around Dallas every hour. So. Where do you buy your lobsters? <laughs> huh? Where do you buy lobsters? Central Market actually. Okay, Central nice. Market always has a great mm-hmm. selection. You can pick up. The champagne on the way there. We always get Vuve Clique. Is that how you say it? (laughs) (laughs) So we, you know, we get our lobsters and Vuve Clique. That's actually really sweet. I like it. It is nice. We've Mm -hmm. kept it up even when we have kids. We still incorporate them into our quote unquote romantic dinner. You know, it's funny because Martha, when it comes to nice dining, though, the funny part of the thing about Martha is I'm a foodie, so I can go and eat the most exotic, bizarre food. Martha is not. And so my favorite story about that is when we were in Chicago on our anniversary, Mm -hmm. we go to Charlie Trotter's, which is a three-star Michelin restaurant, and it's you know well famous, etc. And we sit down she to got a eat. Burger. And no, Martha, no, it's a fixed menu, right? I mean, you have to. I mean, this is, this is like 200. Yeah. She comes up and they bring the first kind of serving out. And Martha looks at me and goes, I can't eat this. We walk out of Charlie Trotter's. Uh-oh. In Chicago, a three-star Michelin restaurant. Because she's like, I am not eating here. What and was it? Because it's some gelatinous mass. Okay, yeah. small detail. He's leaving out. I was pregnant at the time. Okay, okay. So I may have had some food aversions at the time. You're forgetting that small detail. So you're not a diva? Yeah, no. So we ended up going to a steak and lobster place anyway. So for me, after experiences like that, the recommendation I have for all guys, just make a meal for the honey, and that way you sit there and you'll be in the money that night. Okay, steak and lobster, steak and lobster, steak and lobster. Especially lobster, because nothing says love quite like lobster. That's true. But hey, it's better than crabs. Oh, and lobster's made for life, too. There you go. That's yeah. true. Kind of symbolic. symbolic. There it you is. go. There you go. See, I do like Grishi's. Grishi's is a great special occasion restaurant and really like I've gone there with Chris, me, and Charles. The three of us dressed up for Valentine's Day because I was like, I want to bring Charles on Valentine's Day. So that's really fun. I also like Ficini in Highland Park Village. Have you been there? No. no. Okay. It is the best Italian food in town. It is all homemade pasta. It's all delicious and like it looks like a little speakeasy from the 1920s. Oh, right wow. above the theater. It's amazing. Oh, okay. Great restaurant. So it's pretty do, right? Yes, it Yeah, is. because they okay. have a lot of problems with those places over the theater. Yes, they have. They're not yeah. having a problem now. They don't last. Now you have a problem getting in. It's oh, really, wow. really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I think we need to revisit Parisi, Sean. I think so. We went there on one of the first dates I took Martha. We went to Parisi, mm-hmm. and the executive chef there, we had a mutual friend, and my friend called up and said, you know, Sean is coming, and he's bringing his gal, Martha, with him. And gal. Yeah, my gal. <laughs> and so comes in, and, and it was really kind of nice, because it was one of our first formal dates, and the executive chef walks out of the kitchen and says, Mr. Jackson, thank you for being here tonight. I, Mr. I Jackson's pro- companion. Right. How are you? <laughs> 
<laughs> Mr. Jackson's guest. <laughs> Mr. Jackson's guest. And so he actually sat there and said, I'm going to make you guys a special meal tonight. Put the menus away. I'm going to make you a meal. Nice. So ever since then, Parisi has actually been a very soft spot in our heart mm-hmm. because I convinced Martha that I was somebody when I had probably less than 50 bucks in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I have a question for the ladies, actually. Yes. So to end our show, I'm questioning what it takes to be successful in marriage. You guys have been married how long? 17, 17 years. And it's been 20 for Martha and I. So wow. Nellie, what does it take for you to be successful in a marriage this long? That's a long time for a lot of people. I think respecting who the other person is, just as they are, as they say in Bridget Jones's diary. Like, I really do think that. It's like, I love you just as you are. And I feel like Chris loves me for all my craziness and all my... These are the three things I need when I get married. (laughs) I really feel that's true. And I feel like I have been very good at loving him for who he is, which is very different for me. We are opposites. Opposites attract in our case. And I feel like it's that respect for each other that really makes it live. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. And Martha, what about you? Well, we're definitely opposites as well, I feel like. But what I think makes it successful is definitely doing a date night. And we're not real good about doing it every single week. But we do take that time and going out together and leaving the kids at home, I think, is really, really important because you need to separate yourself from your kids and you need to get back to what it was like when you guys first met. And so we love to do date nights and also trips by ourselves is definitely helpful. And then another thing I want to add is just going on girls trips or girls night outs, I think, is very important to spend time with your friends separate from your entire family and get back in touch with the person that you were before you got involved with your husband and your kids. I think it's extremely important to go do that. And Sean has always been very supportive and really good about being on board with me doing those things. So I think that's helped quite a bit. It has. I have to say also, you got to keep it fresh, right? Like you mm-hmm. cannot walk around in your pajamas and no makeup and be like, hey, welcome home. Like at a certain point, you really have to still sort of put some enjoy. Effort into yeah, it. put some effort For into sure. it and enjoy the fact that you're a couple. Well, that's what we're doing after the show tonight. We're exactly. actually going to go. Put and, in our pajamas on. Yeah, we're going to go and make our lobster <laughs> dinner and sit there and have a heck of a Valentine's right. Day. Exactly. So, you know. But, of course, the kids, we're going to see if we can lock them upstairs this time. So. <laughs> so that's been our show, guys. Thanks for tuning into the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And this is Martha Jackson. And happy Valentine's Day, guys. Enjoy it. Enjoy it.